What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Anthony and Michelle, and we are discussing episode four of House of the Dragon. And let me just say right now, we are not going in order today. Let's go on ahead and get the dragon in the room out the way. <laughs> all right, all right. We need to get that out of the way. We just need to go on ahead. Um, Why are we going for the low-hanging fruit first? I'm, I'm just saying... Because that's what everybody is talking about. And Michelle, before we started recording, she's like, I think you need to put a warning. On. No, if you are watching House of the Dragon, if you're watching anything Game of the Thrones, if you are listening to our show, you don't need no warning. You already know we're about to be on some fuck shit. <laughs> you are. Right. <laughs> Ooh. So. All I know is. About halfway into this episode, I was like, "What are we watching here? Like, <laughs> what is what is this?" This is Game of like, Thrones. I'm like, "Do I want to? Do I want to see this?" Oh, I was like that too. I was like, "Oh." I was oh. sitting there watching, like, like, "Yeah, me too." I'm like, "I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be in here." <laughs> but no, you know, the funny, funny thing is, no, no. What was funny was they went to the the first level of the brothel, and you're like, oh, "Okay." Then they was in the second level of the broth. You're like, this is interesting. And then there's a door number three. You're like, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> but you know, the funny thing, it got me to thinking because, you know, we've been talking about the boys. And of course, you know, the boys had that big herogasm episode that we have not discussed on the podcast yet. And, you know, all of the big deal that was made surrounding it and how, how, you know, it wasn't fit for TV and blah, blah, blah. And I was sitting here like, if the boys was on cable, they wouldn't have even made those disclaimers because of shows like this. Right. Because of True Blood mm-hmm. and because of Spartacus. Mm-hmm. Like, those are off the top of my head three things that I can mm-hmm. think of. But anyway, we won't well, go into that. It, it all started with like Rome. If you go back to Rome, because Rome started like that. I don't think I ever watched that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that got juicy too. Yeah. But right. okay, yeah. Okay, let's dig in. Let's dig into this. <laughs> well, yes, huh? I'm not even gonna say that. <laughs> I don't okay, even know. So, so the problem is gonna be that we're gonna have to behave ourselves on this episode, maybe just a little bit. Okay. Oh, okay. So can let's start with Renera going into the room and then seeing the pilot, the bag of clothes with the map. And I was like, who would give her this? And as soon as she opened the door, I was like, it had to be Damon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm sure someone showed him that same escape route or whatever when he was a kid. So, yeah. I I'm mean, gonna say, I'm going to say Uncle Damon, yes. Gave her a map and clothes. <laughs> Let's make sure we remember. It's already, it's, it's already weird, Michelle. We already, we already know. It's it's already weird. We don't have, we don't have to like anyway. keep. You know, stressing how weird it is for us. We already know we're in oh. Game of Thrones territory. It's yeah, gonna I, get weird. It's but I'm gonna, gonna be get... honest with you. I'm gonna be honest. After door number three, I kind of forgot. <laughs> so I was like, okay, they do get married. Okay, right. So, so let's talk, let's talk about the interesting thing with that whole scene. So, like I said, we're not going in order because this is like the big thing that happened. This is the thing that everybody was waiting for, but I don't think 
I don't think we expected it to come this early because I was fully, uh, again, I've not finished reading the story. So I'm not, I'm not to the part where they're together yet, Mm -hmm. but I was thinking they were going to wait until she was older to do this scene. When is she like 19 now? Uh, He said there were four steps. There were four years. I think, yeah, she should be about eight. She should be about 18, 19 19 now. Right. So, mm-hmm. like that makes a difference with Uncle Damon. I mean, but I mean, we've said it from the, we've said it from the very first episode. It seemed like there was a bit of a connection there between them, more than just familial connection. We we've already acknowledged that. We've already said at the way at the beginning of episode one that this was going to get a little weird. So we already knew this was coming. But I think the interesting thing about the way this whole scene played out is that with Damon coming back, kind of trying to make amends to the king, it seeming like the king forgave him. You know, they're out in the courtyard. They're talking. It's the king. It's Queen Allison and it's Prince Damon. And the king is totally sloshed. Like, he can't (laughs) hold his liquor. And I don't even know if it's a nervous thing that Damon is back or just that he actually is happy that his brother is back. I feel like it's a little bit of both. I think it's also partly self-medicated because I think he's in a lot of pain. After what I saw in this episode, yeah. I would think so too. Me mm. too. But I think he's really happy too that he he's is he back. is. But he's also it, it's in a weird time because he's happy that Damon is back, but he's a little bit pissed because Renera is back because Renera was on a courtship tour, which I guess is th- you know it's something no, she's that on they a bachelorette. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have nobody had a rose though. <laughs> they had some swords. No they had some swords. <laughs> so anyway, going back to Damien, we'll, we'll get back to the. We're gonna talk. Oh, we're gonna get back to that. We'll we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Okay. So anyway, Renera comes over to tell Damon, you know, congratulations on your victory. And you can just tell there's some, there's like some tension between her and the king. And it's kind of like Damon is sitting there. He's just kind of playing nice. But you can tell he's copying what's going on. He was like, oh, something's not quite right here. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, when you watch all of this stuff play out in the episode, it makes sense. But at the same time, this was the one time when I was like, Damon, you dirty motherfucker. You dirty, dirty, dirty bastard. Because I feel like he's still pissed off at his brother for trying to bail him out of the war that he created. And now he has been, I mean, we've been saying it since episode one. Black Twitter has been saying, everybody's been saying, Damon is the king of petty. Okay. He's the king of petty. And I feel like the stuff that he did in this episode he was doing it to kind of like jostle his brother. But you did it at Rhaenyra's expense, knowing that Rhaenyra respects you, actually, and that she's the, she's the main one that cares about you in this family. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he did her dirty. But at the same time, I think she threw him for a loop because when all that stuff started popping off, I don't think he was expecting her to respond the way she responded. And I think, you know, I, I know a lot of people, there's some speculation like, oh, did they, didn't they? We already know they didn't. The showrunners kind of talked about that at the end of the episode. We know that they did not actually have sex. Okay. 
but we know that it was it was just about to go there she was willing i and i feel a little different than you i feel like he was gonna go there and that the plan was to go there but he he was able to say no not like some other someone else later in the episode couldn't say no but he said no and I think his plan was to do something so that they could actually have that forced marriage because he's still trying to get to the throne. And he I, saw I think... that, you know what, there's some issues. She's not going to find a mate after their discussion. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put a plan in place. But see, I, I don't know if I like, I feel like he's calculating. Okay. Now, I do I'm not feel like they're being petty too. Right. He's being petty too. Right. But I, I would think that. I don't know. And again, I don't know much about their relationship book wise. I can only go by what I've seen in the show. And I feel like in the show, he is one of the very few people who actually sees her for her and not as the princess, not as the prize. Mm -hmm. So that's why I kind of feel like I don't agree with that mode of thinking Mm -hmm. as far as, oh, this is what he was planning. I do believe that he had planned to, um, have her seen i do believe that he had planned for that to get back to his brother i don't know if i if i feel like that has something to do with putting auto in his place because boy when i tell you all the stuff with auto in this episode came out of left field and i was here for it we're gonna circle back to auto we will but i i'm gonna agree with michelle though i think i think his plan was to seduce her and have sex with her but i think the very reason you said that he sees her for more than just a princess is the reason he stopped. I think that's part of it. But I, I, again, I also think he wasn't expecting her to reciprocate like that. You know However, what I'm saying? Episode one, how he put that necklace around her neck. I said there was some feelings there. Oh, we already knew that. I just don't think he, uh, again, we have to remember he hasn't seen her since she was 14. Also, he may not have been prepare for her to reciprocate no i don't think he was and i think that's what threw him off wait 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 wait. no (laughs) like this was just supposed to be a little show and tell this wasn't supposed to be a (laughs) full-on show i just think there were a lot and and the way that matt smith plays there was tail involved i mean no 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 what okay when i say show and tell like i wasn't expecting them to have a full out only fan session there you know what i'm right. saying i wasn't expecting him to expose like especially considering he probably realized that that would have been her first time i don't think again he done that there. i don't think he would have done that there i do think right. he has a little bit more respect for her i think he was just trying to get some things going as far as like whatever's happening with the king trying to get the king to force you know force his hand whatever i do think there were some machinations on his part but as far as the way that it ended up playing out i don't think he expected to hurt her in that way you know what i'm saying to hurt her feelings to leave her abandoned i think i think everything just happened way too fast for him and Damon is one of those people he is used to being in control. And at that point, Renera was all about the control. And I think Damon was like, hold the fuck up. This is not what and I he was feeling it too. He was feeling he, was. It. he wasn't expecting to be feeling it. Because he was not like, oh, like wait that. A Whoa. Right. This is too hot for me. Yeah. He left it there with her pants down. <laughs> he just, I was he just 
I was so mad. He disappeared. I was so mad. He vanished. He vanished. <laughs> oh, he wrong. I was like, he if wrong, you gonna take wrong. her now, and, and and I get him taking her down to the Silk Road, okay. I get him taking her down there, especially after the conversation that she had. She basically is like, look, I don't want to be a broodmare to some king that I don't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically the gist of their conversation. You know, she looks at her mother as, you know, having she been married. Trying to have babies. Right. And all she all she lived for was to try and have an heir. And then you have this little bit of a scene with her and Allison where it seems like they've kind of sort of reconciled or they kind of understand the predicaments that the other person is in. And I think it's taken away some of that sting and some of that bitterness of their present situation. But, you know, when she makes the comment about what's it like being being a prisoner inside the castle with nothing to do but have babies. And when she realized how that hurt Allison, you know, she did say, I'm sorry, but. Mm-hmm. we know this is not what she wants. She literally tells Damon, you know, I just want to be left alone. I just want to be left in solitude. I don't want to have to deal with all of these politics. I don't want to have to deal with this. I don't want to be somebody's baby. Ba- I don't want to be the royal baby mama. I don't. And I think in some ways, Damon looked at that as kind of, um, I don't know. Her her viewpoint of it all is is a little bit closed minded, especially if if you're somebody who's never had those experiences. Think about it. She's the princess. Unless she's with her father, she can't go outside the the castle walls, you know. So she doesn't know about life, and she doesn't know about that experience between men and women. And of course, if you're only raised to think that, okay, your only duty is to marry and carry children, you know. I mean, think about it. We see Allison's whole existence. There is no joy in sex for her. I felt so sorry for that baby watching this episode. I was like, girl, if you don't push him off of you or or something, just like she couldn't even fake a smile. She was just like, when he when he grabbed her face, she turned, she was like, huh. I was like, oh, you poor, poor child. But we finally got her perspective. Yes. We knew. But we hadn't seen. And, and now we've seen where she is. Right. She is and, not mm-mm. happy about that particular Because the look when when the maiden came in and says, he's asking for you. I mean, it's late. She's really? Like, oh my goodness. Do I have to? And not only that, you know, you see her with the crying baby. Nobody's really paying attention to her. And like she said, at, since she's become queen, she's lost all her friends because nobody is comfortable enough with her, you know, to think of her still as Lady As Allison, yeah, except she, for now she's, Rhaenyra. She's, she's the queen. Right. Mm-hmm. Now she's the queen. Mm-hmm. But it's so it was so interesting that you see those two contrasts, these two girls who are the, who are the same age, best friends and their lives are so different like Allison was the lower of the two at first and now she's the queen and Rhaenyra is the one that's being treated like oh okay well you just gonna marry the first dude who comes around and has the best offer you know it's just kind of like a reversal of positions and it's so sad to see on both ends but like I said Damon I feel like he was trying to show her 
that there is more to life and there is more to sex was, than just being. He was trying to show her, all right. He <laughs> okay. Showed her. Well, he did. He showed he did. Her. in the in the good way. He did. No, he he, 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 he didn't show her. her. He he kind of tiptoed her on that precipice. So Kristen well, Cole, however, well, he took it to his show first. He took it to you know he took his show to on, took it to his show with the the puppetry show, which was funny. <laughs> okay, so she did come away. Yeah. She did come away. She did take it to the show there with the highlights. Mm-hmm. So she had homework and she completed her homework. And she saw what the people really thought of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she completed her homework from the education she had. Yeah, she she sure did. <laughs> a well, plus. She, well, he left her hanging, and she was all hot and bothered. She had to do something, and you know, sir, sir, Kristen is a good looking fella. I tell he you. is, and you know, I I think there's there's been like an attraction between them yes. Yes. since I the beginning. But of course, yeah. she's the princess. He's you know, he's a, a white cloak. He's not even supposed. He, he's supposed to be chase now now okay i I do want to say this that the historian you know laurie is not here but you know in in the medieval times the squires used to take the armor off the knights a knight could not take his armor off by himself Mm -hmm. so we know that she at least has taken his armor off before in the previous episode Uh she helped because he had the armor off when they were out in the woods yeah so she was helping him take the armor off. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So she, she, yeah. She knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Now, what was funny was that last piece he took off and he was bent over. He had that moment. He was like, of, okay, are we going to do this? Because, you know, <laughs> you have to think about it in his <laughs> mind. His mind, right? <laughs> because he, he is a white coat. He is supposed mm-hmm. to protect her. He is not supposed to. He, he, he can't marry. He can't have children. He's not supposed. He's supposed, supposed to be chased. You know what I'm saying? And then for her to come at him and basically seduce him, you could see him like, and, and the one thing I loved about him, he was respectful of her the whole way through. Yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was still like, okay, yes, yeah, she flirt with me. I'm still keeping my eyes down. She is still the princess. Like up until that last moment. And he was just like, he let go. He was like, okay, are we doing this? Okay. <gasps> <laughs> right, let it go. Yes, he let go. But um, yeah, I I can't say I blame her. I can't say I blame her. I can't say I blame him either. So I mean, what are you gonna do? This 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 person that you've been crushing over for years at this point finally makes it. So that she she's being playful, and you can tell he was kind of like she is not going to do this to me. She is not about to put me in this position. You know he was expecting blue balls in that in that armor. You know he, he was. Resisted. He resisted all all the way up until he took that last piece off. He was bent over. He was like, yeah. I mean, every piece was a struggle. Okay, <laughs> let me tell y'all about th- about this this undressing part. I was sitting here watching this, and I was like, is there? a scene more irritating than having to watch her take all this damn armor off and there is and michelle is gonna laugh when i say it the wedding night and the reunion night of jamie and claire fraser yeah (laughs) season one and season four 
all the yeah. damn ties on the mm-hmm. corset and all the different layers. When I was watching uh, yeah. that, that those two episodes, I was like, if y'all don't hurry up and get this on, I feel like I'm about, I, I need y'all to, to, to carry on. Taking off this armor, I was like, I would I would have never bet it a night in that time. I'd be like, it takes too too long to get your stuff off. Just <laughs> see, I, I had a I had a different experience. I was having a flashback to uh the two towers when they were putting on Theoden's armor before the battle and the guy was strapped. Oh, you didn't see I haven't it. seen it yet. Yeah, and the two towers they were stri- they were strapping on. Can't but see, that's it. before battle. That's different. I'm talking yeah, about. I'm talking right about here. Like, oh, like you taking this off before battle? This was a battle too. So, well, it was a battle within himself. It was a battle. <laughs> and on Facebook, it's been was, funny because people like I. I was so tired of watching him take off his armor. I got tired. <laughs> like, dang, when is this going to end? They were trying to be did, real quiet. That's what, the, that's what the squires did. That's that was I one know. of their things, and I it was know. it was a big and, deal. It took a lot to get that. But you know that he was debating every step of the every way. Every step of the way, feet. he was like, "I ain't every helping her with way. nothing. Like no. this gonna happen. <laughs> she gonna have to do this too." Because you see, he kept looking at them every time like a new layer came off. He He's kept looking at the door. door like <laughs> I'm supposed to be way like somebody about to <laughs> over there. about to jump in the room and say surprise. Like, is this happening? Is this really happening? This is a the way that the camera was watching them, like when they actually started having sex, I thought Damon was in the in the background. I thought somebody I was in the background watching, and I was and, just and, like, and it was like a, a really excellent piece of editing because I was telling them, I was like, is Damon watching? But I think they were trying to give us the feeling that we were watching something that we were not supposed mm-hmm. to. Oh, that they succeeded, and, and they succeeded. But it was so different from the last scene. In the brothel is different because we were like up close that I was like, oh my goodness. But they wanted it. We were supposed to be up that. close. And then here we are all behind in the back. Like we just walked in. Like, well, oops. And we, we just, we, we just behind, back on up. Like, what's going on? I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> so oh, I was like, but you know what? I will say this too. Um, and this is after watching like the post-credit scenes. I I did notice. You know, everybody talks about Game of Thrones and the sex scenes and the brothels and all this other stuff. It seemed the brothel scene in this episode did seem way more tasteful than any of the ones we've seen before. And it's because a woman mm-hmm. was directing and she said that she had to keep that in her frame of mind, like every sex scene that she's seen growing up were all directed by men. And there's a certain, there's a certain harshness to those scenes. And she was like, I had to do, I had to film this from a woman's perspective, from a woman's point of view. And you notice that like, even though it was a brothel, it didn't seem like there was just a lot of like, just harsh fucking going on. There seemed to be a lot mm-hmm. of love making or a lot there, of there was, yeah, it was tasteful. There was more sensual, yes, stuff than mm-hmm. just straight up debauchery. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, like a little finger, which made which made the scene sensual. You see what I'm saying? Which made you forget who he was and who she was. Uncle, for Uncle a Damon, and, and again, 
It made you forget. <laughs> I was I will say this too. Now I've always thought that, they are. I've always thought that Matt Smith was attractive in a in a non-traditional way. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have what it, people call traditional good looks, but I've always thought that he was cute, attractive. I don't know what I don't know if it's the blonde hair. I don't know if it's just the the swagger and the attitude. He carries himself. Mm-hmm. Damon Targaryen can get it. <laughs> I'm just no you. <laughs> You remember in that scene in Morbius when he was walking around with no shirt off and you saw how buff his ass Yes, was. that too. That too. <laughs> I was like, wait. Is, 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 what? That's, that's, wait, that's not my doctor. That's, <laughs> that's not, huh? <laughs> yeah. But ooh, that scene, those two scenes. And then everything that came afterwards. Let me tell you. Um, Rainer will make a great queen because that bitch thinks on her feet. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> I'm sorry, she even threw her mama under the bus. I swear, my mama. But here's the thing, too, though, she didn't quite lie when she said that because even later on, when Allison is talking to the king and she says, Rainera swore to me that she is still a maiden. And I believe her. I said she never said she was still a maiden. She said that. She She said David didn't touch her in that way. Somebody did touch her in that way. Somebody touched her in that way, but it wasn't Damon. (laughs) Well, he did. That's that's her in that way. Well, he He just didn't finish. He was doing okay. All right. We can get all technical. Okay, all right. It sounds like a Bill Clinton thing. We're getting all technical here, but whatever. Your folks don't know who Bill Clinton is. Yeah. <laughs> but the people who Everybody, know, go get they got it. Yes, they the do. The ones who know, they got yes, it. Yes, they, they do. got it. Let's get technical. However, yeah, she was quick on her feet. What the hell? But see, my issue, this is my issue. Now, I was thinking maybe they didn't have feelings. I was trying to be the devil advocate about their feelings. I, I'm sorry. I'm co-signing with you today. After this episode, yeah, there's feelings because you got all mm. up in arms, all up in arms. You didn't come to me like a friend, like, oh my gosh, this is what I heard. This is what your dad heard. Let me let, let me clue you in. What happened? She seemed Tell me upset. so I can help you up. She was upset, and I and and part Ooh, of it. Calm down. Part of it is me feeling like yes, yeah, she's upset because well, I think okay, I think there's some layers to this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do think that part of it is that she may also have realized, okay, maybe my feelings are a little bit different. Check. I also feel like she has held Renera in such high regard. And you have to think about it back then, like here in this time, you know, time and age, most of us don't think of sex workers in the way that they thought of them back then. You know what I'm saying? That there's there's so much now that we just kind of like, oh, that's what they do for a living. Okay, it's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Back then, for a young girl to go to a brothel, and not only just the young girl, the princess. I feel mm-hmm. like Allison might have taken that a little personally. Like she held Rhaenyra in this maybe held her up on this pedestal like she could do no wrong and then of course Mm -hmm. for her to go there and to go with damon who everybody knows is a troublemaker she could probably start to think okay yeah this might actually be true and therefore 
if if that's the case, then for Renera to sit there and say, oh, no, it didn't happen. This is what happened. This is how it went down. He didn't touch me. I think Allison has probably been her friend long enough to know when Renera is telling a lie, or at least when she's stretching the truth. Like I said, she didn't lose her maiden head to Damon. She did lose him to somebody, but she didn't. I mean, she didn't mo- lie about most, that. Most of most uh, everything she told her was the truth, yeah. except for the the, the end. <laughs> but who wouldn't believe that Damon got into the drink and went off with a whore and forgot about right. it? Right, that's easy to believe because if you know Damon, you know Damon. Mm-hmm. Right, but the majority of what she said was the absolute truth. You didn't say hundred mm-hmm. percent; you said majority. But the fu- the other thing too. <laughs> is that Allison? Let me tell you, she may be young, she may be a young queen, but that girl pays attention and she knows what's going on. Because even when she talks to the king, because at this point, Viserys has confronted Damon, and Damon has really not denied anything and even got to the point where he was like, oh, Okay, well, if you feel like she saw wed her to me, we'll make the, we'll make the house the way it was. And Allison says to Viserys, she said, it is not in Rhaenyra's nature to be deceitful, but it is in your brother's. And he was like, so you you think Damon was telling uh, was telling a lie? Why would he lie about sleeping with her? She said, to get at you. Right. <laughs> like, all, like, it didn't have to happen, but you think it's happened. And it has that's turned enough. you topsy turvy. Yeah. And that's all that, he that's, all, that's he, all he needs. That's all he needs. Need. Need. And, and when has Damon ever told the pure truth? Right. Like he ain't necessarily a lie. He just yeah. <laughs> he don't tell the pure truth. Right. Know? And I mean, but Viserys is like, you know, when she, she, he said, um, he said, whatever the case may be, Rhaenyra is not innocent. She and Damon both have the blood of the dragon. They yeah. are both yeah. chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> but but did, but didn't we say that last episode mm-hmm. like that that is like a common thing among dragon riders mm-hmm. is that they are they they carry themselves a little bit different mm-hmm. than everybody else which is why the series has a problem he ain't really a dragon rider he rode a dragon but he wasn't bonded to one he rided yeah. something so else in this episode <laughs> i mean okay so let's let's talk about this no. other thing. Wait, wait, one more thing to add <sighs> to Allison. Another issue that she had too is what she's going through. Mm-hmm. Because that would have been Renera's like, I would say she was she consented. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for her, she's she has consented because she's married to a, you know, to the king. However, she's not feeling it. So again, <clears throat> here go my best friend. She out, do whatever she wanna do, and I'm stuck. With this man with sores all over his back touching me. Yeah. Like until until Renera is made to marry someone, mm-hmm. they are in different circumstances. Yeah. And I think, so, yeah, you're right. That is part of the and I don't even know if I want to say it's jealousy. I just think it's a little bit of yeah, uh, of sadness because she's like, yeah. you know what? I'm the queen, but I don't have free reign to live my life the way I want it. I don't have free reign she's to do trapped. what I want to do. She is trapped. Yeah, right. Trapped. Right. Whereas Rainera, like some married people hanging out with single people. Mm-hmm. 
And at this point, she knows that Rhaenyra, Mm -hmm. he has even given Rhaenyra the choice Mm -hmm. to find somebody. Allison didn't have that. No choice. Well, Rhaenyra don't have that choice anymore. Oh, no. But but before we get to that, can we talk about Otto Hightower now? (laughs) Sure, let's talk about this motherfucker. So I, I, I know we talked. I know we talked about the um, and I guess her, I guess her nickname is the White Worm. That she's supposed to be kind of like um, Varys, as far as like the uh, the Master of Whispers. Like she's the one who has elevated herself up from a whore and from Damon's, you know, w- fiance, whatever she was to him, mistress, whatever. And now she is using her means to gain her own kind of power. It was one of her little little sparrows, as uh, Varys used to call them, that was sitting outside the brothel when Rhaenyra came out. And that little kid was the one that went to Otto and told him about Rhaenyra being in the brothel. Now, here's the And that little kid is the one that brought the money back to mm-hmm. Sarah. Mm-hmm. Now, Otto. Who he had to come. He didn't play his cards right. He had to come, and you could see like when he has the news about Rhaenyra, and he has to bring it to the king. You can see he's kind of dreading telling the king, even though this is probably the best thing that's happened to him all year. But he still has the. He's still dreading telling her. Who, who wants to go and tell th- their? Their boss, yeah. I I don't think he was, I think he was contemplating, like, if I go to him, this is gonna put, this is gonna play in my hand. Like, it's gonna be, okay, let me step back. My issue with Otto is when you get the information as the hand of the king, your job is to, you know, advise the king and protect the throne, right? If you are a true hand and you do what you're supposed to do, you make the shit go away. Mm-hmm. Like it never happened. Mm-hmm. You pay off who you need to pay off. You threaten who you need to threaten. You kill who you need to kill, and that shit never gets to the king, and it never becomes a rumor. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, he's sitting there thinking, "Do I do that, or do I take my opportunity?" <laughs> to get her out of the way. I don't know. He looks kind of worried to me. Like, he was worried with... No, he was worried because if he went to him with this and he told him, it it shows his hand, which, Mm -hmm. in the end, finally, the series, thanks to Rhaenyra, sees, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess I wasn't really paying attention. But he started seeing it even before Rhaenyra said anything to him, because when Otto was in there talking to him, he he basically said... Yeah. So is is this what you were stooped to to get your grandson on the throne that you would spy on my daughter? Because unless Otto was there in the brothel watching, how do you know what the princess was doing? How mm-hmm. does anybody else know the princess was out? You got people watching the watching the walls, and you got people watching the castle to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Or you got people willing to give you the information because they know you want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that makes him like, um, like she said, he's com- he's compromised. Mm-hmm. It's a conflict. But I didn't expect Viserys to take it one step further when he calls Otto into the um, 
into the small council room basically to fire him. First thing he said was like five days. That's how long it took from my father being named Han till the time he was dead. Five days. And he prefaced it with he was at the peak of his physical shape. He was at the peak of being the dragon rider. He was in the peak of his life. Yes. And five days after being named the king, he's dead. Yeah. Come on. He man. basically accused Otto. Just a dude, a dude on the court to become in the hand of the king. Now, I, I wanted to relate this to Tywin Lannister because Tywin did the same thing by trying to pro- by promising Cersei to Rhaegar. Mm-hmm. And that fell apart. You know what I mean? Because, a- you know, Ares was crazy. So he was trying to do the same thing, mm-hmm. but at least it was kind of out in the open and he just wasn't being underhanded about it. Yeah. 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 But I was I, like, I, when Viserys started saying that, I said, oh, you even went back a generation. Like, oh, but you yeah. probably had a hand in this too because it sure did elevate your house. And now that you were elevated, you're thinking, hmm, what step is next? Oh, yeah. Let me send my daughter in to comfort the king while he's mourning his wife. And he, again, mm-hmm. made now sure he, was- he said, I will never get over losing Emma. Yeah, but he was careful he was careful in how he said it because he didn't outright accuse him. He said, "Oh, he he died of a burst belly five days later." Mm-hmm. Like he didn't say you did it or you may have. He's like, it's just it's just an interesting coincidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, it elevated you from just some dude on the court to being handed a king. But did you mm-hmm. see Otto's face when the king started yeah. talking? I was like, I'm looking at Littlefinger here in Sansa all over again. He was just like, he was pressed. He was like, I was expecting Ari to come out and slit his throat. <laughs> to be honest with you, he looked. I was like, you did great value, Littlefinger, no more. Because <laughs> Littlefinger, it took forever for him to actually get caught at what he was doing. And that was because he tried to pit Sansa and Arya against each other. And they were like, hold up. You did this shit with our with, with our mother and our aunt. No, sir. That's not happening. But Otto, as soon as the king started talking and he started making those little veil accusations, Otto's face is like his facial expression didn't change. But if you look at him like in the eyes, you could tell just the whole shift of his body. He didn't mm-hmm. say a word. He didn't move. He was just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? He was pressed. He was pressed. To the beginning of the episode when Damon came back and he was over there in the corner when they're out there celebrating. He looked like a little stepchild Mm -hmm. over there like, oh, I got to get back in. He knew he was on the outs. What do you think he was when He, he was thinking he saw he saw Rhaenyra walk over and he saw Damon and the serious having the hee-haw good old time. He's like, he was like, oh, this shit can backfire. Mm-hmm. He could be like, you know what? Damon has kind of proved himself and maybe Damon could be king. And that would just throw everything out mm-hmm. of whack for him. So he was hoping that Damon did something stupid that evening. Think, think about he how did. he was mm-hmm. in the in the throne room when Damon came mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. He was on edge. And when mm-hmm. Damon actually knelt in front of the king, you notice Otto walked all the way around to the side. I don't know what he thought he was doing, 
But Damon even looked at him like to say, "What?" Yeah, because at, at at worst, he could the king could have been like, "You know what? Damon is the hand of the king now. You go back to old town." Mm-hmm. You know, he was worried. He was worried. He he. I bet that man got ulcers galore. He had to be walking around. <laughs> right. He had to be walking around there in pain. He looked stressed. His hair was all disheveled. He's always been disheveled. He just looked like he was under a lot of pressure. But he was he, also hoping that Damon did something stupid. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he was getting that some. Is. He was getting pressure from his brother to make this Aegon. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Aegon shit happen. Mm-hmm. And so you know, Damon doing what he did just kind of. Put him in a precarious position. Because Damon came in all humble. Oh, but you don't. They named me the king of the narrow sea, but I know that there's only one king, your grace. Yeah. Yeah. But the way way Viserys was talking to Otto, it's almost as if this is not, it's almost as if he had thought about this before. You know what? This may have been something that he had ponder mm-hmm. and just kind of like you know I'm, I'm not going to worry about it it seemed like it was something that had always been kind of on his probably mind. so but now that now that and and regardless of how much at odds he and his daughter are you saw in this episode that motherfucker was ready to fight about his child mm-hmm. and I think maybe when it just got to a point where it was like Okay, so you are you are literally trying to sully Rhaenyra's name because, of course, if she's soiled, no lord is going to want her. Mm-hmm. People are going to say things about her being heir more than they're already saying. It's like, oh, this will this will work out really great for you because that will put your mm-hmm. grandson on the seat. Mm-hmm. And and like, even though it was four years ago, his brother told him the same thing. Mm-hmm. And Rhaenyra's telling him the same thing. And like, you might need to put... All, you have all the information available to you. Mm-hmm. You just need to make the connection. Right. And not be a coward. Right. Because that's the series' biggest problem. Well, I'm so proud of him this episode. <laughs> okay. He finally did his job. I, you know, I had Probably a little paid res- attention to what's going on. I had a I little respect him. for him because he was like, yeah. "Who is the person spreading this rumors? Bring them to me, and I will cut his eyes out." I was like, "Oh, okay, you get a little mean, Viserys. Somebody fucking with your the brother." I was like, "I can't do that." Yeah, you can. He's like, "The hand can't do his job if he gives away his information." Yeah, the yeah, hand can. Yes, you can. Oh, <laughs> now you're the second most powerful man in the kingdom. Not anymore. Not anymore. But no, before he went in there to talk to King, I think he was just debating. Like, if I really do this, I'm like, I'm showing my entire hand. It could either go A or it could go B. Yeah. He gambled. He did. It was a 50-50 chance. He played the Game of Thrones and he lost. Well, he lost this round. Okay, sir. I'm just saying. (laughs) He played the game he lost this round. I'm just saying, but you know the high towers in this episode they were they were all losing. I mean, we we got to talk about Allison and Viserys. So he calls her. No, he don't. calls her to his room because <laughs> no, I guess he's feeling a little freaky dicky. You know, she had to sit there and kind of bathe him. Okay, so here's the other thing before we get into all of that. So when they have him in the tub and his attendants are bathing him, they're like 
just lightly looked like they were just lightly scrubbing his arm and he's like he's in so much pain and then of course she does and he was like you have a gentler touch but I was like dude is that little rot that you got going on spreading and then I I was just thinking that then for the next scene to come and he he beckons her to her to his room and then you see him on top of her you see the patches of it almost looks like mold on his back. So, so disgusting. Oh, disgusting. Oh, man. And she just sitting there like. <laughs> <laughs> just like. You should see the indifference on Hanako's face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how she looked. She was just kind of like. One sheet, two sheet, red sheet, blue sheet. <laughs> I'm going to go back to thinking about, okay, I'm going to go back to my room, make me some more tea, read a book. And then she I'm and done. then she had this, then she had this, I guess, stay there all night. He was over there yeah. sleep, And Ugh. she was just sitting there just kind of twiddling her thumbs. And was that a rat walking around the room or something? I was trying to figure that out. I was like, what is that thing at the, I don't know. This is just poor baby. I miss that. I was distracted. I was distracted. I was still thinking the dark patches on the back of the man's oh bag. I'm like, is, is he the walking dead? Like, he's like literally the king right before I was. Is the man dead? Man, let me tell you. I was expecting, like, when, when he called her to, her to his room, I was expecting there to be a sex scene, especially given what we were seeing was about to happen with Damon and Rhaenyra because they kind of put all of that stuff kind of going back and forth and then with her and Sir Kristen you know like I said these contrasts like here you are the queen and you are so unhappy with your life and then here you are over here just kind of living it up and what I mean <sighs> poor Allison. Because when they show and, and and then the way they came on the shot, of course, they show it from an aerial shot. So all we see is his back and him just kind of hunching her, basically. And you just see like the camera pan on her hand and her hand literally is just like this. Like she's not. She's not doing anything. She's just sitting there just like, oh, my God, how long is this going to be? And then they go to a different sh uh, shot. And they come back and he's still sitting there grunting and doing all this other stuff. I was just like, we don't need to we don't need to see all of this. I need to know what's going like I need y'all to figure out how to help the king because that shit does not look healthy at all. It doesn't. However, for it to be four years since the last time we saw that one that one um open sore, he only has like four more. So that's not bad. That that we could see. Ain't no telling what's man. going on anywhere else. Ugh, on his he, legs he, and he stuff. Much, he he got, don't have no toes left. He ain't got much longer. I don't think so, especially looking at the previews for the next episode. I think Viserys' time is going to come to a quick end very soon. And I don't know. I'm kind of feeling like, do we not? Like I, like I said, I haven't read the story, so I don't know the outcome. Does he die? Like, naturally or is he killed because the way Otto Hightower was in that promo he was like the king will die you need to prepare uh Aegon to be king oh are we about to, okay are, are, are we about to to kill the king is that what we're doing now 
You got mad because you got fired? But then he Aegon can't be king because he's not. What's he like? Four? Well, five, first of all, that's not the heir. Oh, he's not the heir. Yeah. Well, what, and, what was and, they saying? What you call it? Well, um, Viserys made a good point. He really can't change. He really shouldn't change it because, like she said, the Lords have already sworn their fealty to her. They, and and what you're gonna do is you're gonna plan, plunge the plunge the empire because it's an empire mm-hmm. into a war mm-hmm. because you'll have the Lords pledged to her. And then the other lords are going to renege on their pledge. Mm-hmm. And that's treason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, just like you see in the uh, promos for the next episode, th- I mean, and even Rhaenys told her this. She was like, uh, if if she ascends the, the Iron Throne, they'll burn it down. Knives first. will be drawn. <laughs> so gonna it's going to be war either way it goes. First. Yeah, it is. They're going to burn the kingdom down first before they let a woman be queen. Um, that's what she said. She she got a dragon though. I think she does. I think that dragon's fire is is worse than theirs. Yeah. Well, the Targaryens have is like is it 19, 14, 19 dragons between them and, and the Valerians. That's a lot of fucking dragons. That's a lot right? of dragons. Mm-hmm. And you saw what damage just one dragon did. Mm-hmm. Aegon Ag- Ag- only needed three to conquer. The entirety of Westeros. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when they got they got fourteen, nineteen. I mean, good luck with that, guys. Right. Okay, yeah, so was... so we done talked about all the the like juicy stuff. Let let's talk about some of the. I guess there's one very, I guess you could say drama filled part that I want to talk about, but I want to talk about the funny stuff at the beginning. Because at the beginning of the episode, Rainier is on her courtship tour. This is where she's touring all of the kingdoms and all of the eligible bachelors are coming before her bestowing their virtues. Now the this, traveling bachelorette show. Yeah, this giving out roses. <laughs> this first guy who was talking to her, she was so bored because this dude was talking and he, no, excuse me, he wasn't talking. He was droning on about his lands and about what he can offer her. And <clears throat> he has to go over. He has to pour him some water, take his time drinking the water. She and Sir Kristen are looking at each other like, what the fuck? The funniest thing, though, was he, I guess he had said something about how beautiful her great great grandmother was. And <laughs> she's like, you were telling you how beautiful my great grandmother was? She's like, uh, that was like 50 years ago. She was like, yes, it was. And everybody started laughing. <laughs> and I forgot what I forgot which Baratheon this is sitting on her her right. He's counseling her. He was like, that was that was really uncalled for. She was like, so is this man older than my father calling himself a suitable? <laughs> I was like, y'all, Rhaenyra is not here for y'all shit. No, she but is then not. she t- she's she's sitting here fussing about this old man, and then the next suitor that comes to her has to be like 12, 11. Lord Blackwood. Yes, but the thing about yeah, him is like, now he, a child. He comes up, he's very respectful. He says what he needs to say. He's not being 
you know, he's not giving out all these platitudes or whatever. He's basically saying, look, this is my house and this is what we did. And this is your house. And if we put our two houses together, we will be, you know, great. And you will be, he was like, you will want for nothing and I'll keep you safe. And of course there's a, another Baratheon over here on the side who just keeps jesting this little kid. And I'm like, first of all, you bully. You a grown ass man. Like, why leave the kid alone? Let him do what he came to do. Why are you so threatened? Why you feel so threatened, grown man? Right, right. Twelve years old. Why you feel threatened? Even though give give this boy about four or five more years. He didn't need it. He didn't need it. He didn't need it because when he turned around, no, she would have been like, "Oh, okay, this dude might be all right." Right. Because she was kind of like, "Oh, he's kind of cute." Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you. That Baratheon, he called that little boy a craven. When he got ready to go, little boy pulled his sword, and Rhaenyra was like, "Okay, you know what? I'm out. It's time to I, go. I'm not trying to watch none of this." But, but you and know, you hear to... you hear them fighting, and then you hear some you hear somebody get stabbed, and she turns around thinking it's the kid. No, <laughs> this little kid done killed that big ass Baratheon. When I tell you, I was hollering. Yeah. Dude, the first your your first clue was when it was Bormon Baratheon when he said, "Oh, the Blackwoods have like the most formidable army in Westeros. You don't think they're training their kids from <laughs> as soon as they can pick up a sword?" And he pulled out a broadsword. This twelve year old pulled out a sword longer than his ass, and you gonna pull out a dagger? A dagger? A dagger. He was not prepared. Don't judge a book Ooh, by its cover, cause that book show murked your ass. <laughs> Who brings a dagger to a sword fight? <laughs> How about that? You know, you a fucking Baratheon. The wrong one. <laughs> the wrong one. You should have kept your mouth shut. You felt so threatened. You and now you and now look at you. Your guts <laughs> all over the all over the floor. Look at you now, spitting up blood. Intestines <laughs> just everywhere. <laughs> look at you now. Oh. What movie was that from? Just look at you. But yeah, I, I shout out to that boy, boy. And he, you know what? He insulted the the Bratton insulted him. He didn't say a word. He pulled his sword out. Mm-hmm. He didn't say. It. He just pulled the sword out. Okay, let's go. And this was after the third time. That. After the third time. Uh, yeah. He ignored that's him enough, the first time. That's enough from you. Ignored him the second <laughs> time. He was like, look. It's bad enough you sit here interrupting me while I'm talking to the fucking princess. Now you got the nerve to insult me to my back when I have my back turned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said he's pulled the sword. He pulled the sword. He was ready. And and look at you now. Right. They trained them well. <laughs> he's so dead. He pick up a sword. He's he he so dead. He's so dead. <laughs> He pulled out a broadsword. You pulled out a dagger. Come on. He could barely pick the sword up. He shuffled, he shuffled you. And all the Baratheon just sitting there fussing at him like, will y'all stop? And then you hear shrunk. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? But but she was funny. As soon as that story came out, she was like, it's time to go. We're it's leaving. Because she knew where it was going. It's We're like, leaving. I'm, I'm not here for this. She was like, I'm no not rose for this group. No rose for this group. Right. She's like, I'm not gonna sit here and watch y'all fight. I don't even want neither one of y'all. <laughs> so I don't even want to be here. Why am I here? She's like, look, fuck this. I'm going home. Another two months of this? No, I'm going home. I don't care how pissed my dad gonna be. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm done. 
that I, that 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 was one of my favorite scenes. This this was one. This was the best episode mm-hmm. so far. Not a, not not a dragon in sight. Well, no, one, one, one very briefly. Really. No. When he knocked when he knocked into the bowl, I'm like, really? You gonna make the princess bump her head? That's probably why she was acting crazy all throughout this episode. She done bumped her head. <laughs> okay, that's what we want to blame it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. sure. All right. Okay. No, we we we're not gonna blame it on that. We're gonna blame it on Damon because um oh, no. when he was walking down those stairs, I was like, wait, is Matt Smith bowlegged? What? Like, <laughs> why he cut his hair? Did I miss it? Did they explain why? No, they didn't say. No. I mean, he probably still had all. He probably still had crab feet of guts in and couldn't get it all out. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness! I'm just saying. You know, he had a lot of stuff in his hair the last time we saw him. Yeah, it was disgusting. So. I don't know. The, the, the new house was blood and guts. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. oh, and then how the king was saying how Corliss is still upset. Yeah, he should be upset. That's the other part I wanted to talk oh, about. Seriously? But, but before we get to that, I have it played in the background. And you know how Quint Allison kept talking about these tapestries saying, you know, maybe Damien wants to see the tapestries and the king was like, he don't want to see them tapestries. Oh, that, that, that was the other thing. The king keeping on saying, you were mother's favorite. You were her favorite. I swear upon it. Yes, no, it's true. You were her favorite. I was like, y'all, Damon just sitting there like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the um, scene where all of the people are filing in right, right before Damon comes into the Great Hall. And there's the mm. scene where one of the servants is coming down the hall. There's a tapestry on the wall. And it appears to be of an orgy. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder if those were the tapestries. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got you you got naked people on this thing. There's one guy; he's literally bent over with his. Uh, never mind. You you just have to go watch it. I'm not even about to try and describe this. It yeah. Mm-mm. Just have to go go back and see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, let's yeah. talk. Michelle raises a good point. Yeah, I see about Corliss. I, I'm not gonna lie. I I know you can be upset, but damn, it's been four years, man. But that was, come on now. It made no sense. Your Okay, we're not going back to the episode. But it made no sense your decision to marry Allison. That was the proper protocol, which you should have done. Right. I know the girl was 12. However, you could have waited. 11. Until she became of 11. <laughs> you could have waited five years. However, the man may not have five years, too. So that's neither here or there. What? However, I can still be upset. That was my child. And now you about to do it again? she better marry that son the sea snake son she better marry him because if if they do this again we're going to war if i'm courtless we're going to war you deny my first child now you're going to deny my second child but here's the other thing too i would think and yes i know lord courtless is a proud man but i would think 
that after you've been shunned by the king and after he told you not to go start this war that you turned around and went and started anyway, you lost more of your fleet and more of your people and would have lost this war had Damon not showed up and showed out that day. I would think that you would be embarrassed to show your face to the king because that little bit of grace that he gave for his brother was because that was his brother. His brother came, regardless of how he ended the episode, he came to him very humble, very seemingly apologetic for his actions. He bended the knee to his brother. He bowed his head. And it's like he was going to accept whatever his brother did. I mean, literally, most of the nobles were there. The townspeople were there to say, oh, this is the brother that, you know, went off against his king. Let's see what he's going to do. And he tells Damon to rise and he embraces him, basically saying, welcome home, brother. Corliss would not, not have gotten that same treatment. Corliss probably did better to stay away because mm-hmm. the kid yeah. could have been like yeah you know what bring me them pretty silver dreads on, on a platter yeah but he's still upset though and what? he has the right to be upset he needs to get over it yeah he, he, he but needs, also he needs he, to get over he can also it. be upset because honestly the crown should have been involved in this war it shouldn't have gone this long that's true. You understand what I'm saying? That's I don't know true. what the hell you were thinking. Well, you don't know how to do your job anyway. So clearly, clearly Michelle does not like Viserys as king. But however, Viserys is oh. king. And, yeah, but the you, king. and what you do is you say, you know what? You let it go. And then you'd be like, look, I have a son. You have a daughter. Let's try this again. And you're going to say yes, but if it fails again. I mean, um, did y'all see the previews for the next episode? It looks like it's going to be another fight. It looks like there's going to be a fight at the wedding or at least the engagement party or something. And, and I, I think I saw her doing it again, like, about. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw Lenore getting thrown down on a, on a table. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was getting his butt kicked. So, and I don't know, because I, I think I heard somebody mention something about them. I don't know if they actually do get married and maybe, you know, something happens because we, like I said, we know she ends up with Damon at some point. So I don't know what happens, but from what I understand, um, I mean, she's not exactly Lenore's type. What's the point? No. Does that surprise you? No. Once upon a time, once upon a time, I saw a fa- uh, family of tree, and I think she has kids from Lenore and kids from. So maybe Lenor. she got married to him first. He probably died, and then. Yeah. Okay. That could be it, though. That honestly, that could happen in the book. Like I think. Okay. She, she has kids. I, I think she has kids from either both of them or from Lenore. Okay. I think. Mm. But then he also had some bad... Lenore has kids, too, from someone else. A bastard. Oh, oh my so. goodness. Okay, I, I need to go look at this. Here. Now, I will say right. this for Viserys. That was a while ago when I saw it. I didn't know. I wasn't really paying attention because that was before the show came Right. Out. Now, I will say this was for Viserys. He does seem to be like a one-woman man. 
He does not seem like yeah. the king, the type of king that goes out and does mm-hmm. what Robert Baratheon did. <laughs> you know? Robert yeah, Bar- like would he have 17, 19 bastards or something like that? Probably more than that. But yeah. Hmm. This episode, boy, I tell you. When they started with that mess, I was like, oh, I'm not even about to get on in, on the internet right now. I'm not about to get, because um, the Facebook group that I'm part of, uh, Black Folks Watch uh, Game of Thrones mm-hmm. too. they have a live, uh, a, a live reaction thread going. So, you know, if you're watching it, you can go put your comments in there. I was like, nope, I'm not even about yeah. to open up Facebook. I'm going to see something, because I think I started watching it maybe about 30 minutes late yeah so i was like Mm -hmm. let me not go on the interwebs right now and i think i had opened twitter up to check something else and i saw house of the dragon trending i was like nope okay phone you're gonna go right there while i watch this oh oh and then like you said when it got to when it got to a certain point i I literally had to look like this because I'm like, I I felt like I was in the room. And I was like, I'm not, a, I'm not approved by any stretch of the imagination, but there are just some things that I don't need to be just watching folks do like right there in my face. <laughs> I was just like... Well, she did. So she did a great job directing it because I'm going to say if a man did it, it probably would have been a little different. But here... I mean, it it, it would have been little finger. Life. It would have been little finger instructing two women how to fist each other. Oh my god, that that is so little finger. But <laughs> I mean, do you not so, remember that yeah. scene? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, the scene where the girl wa- walked in and he wiped. <laughs> yeah, it was like oh, so oh, little finger. Ugh. So it would have been quite different. It would have been different. But mm-hmm. we we didn't mention the last part where your daddy had the. The maesters bring you some tea. Let me tell you the comments. The comments about the morning after tea. (laughs) Just in case. People are like, wait, they had morning after tea back in Westeros. I'm like, do y'all not realize they had that stuff in in real modern, I mean, medieval times? Mm -hmm. Like, yes, they knew how to keep people from having babies. This ain't no new thing. But the way she looked at that tea when the maester was like, you know, to just in case of any, you know, unintended circumstances, and she was looking at that tea like this motherfucker. <laughs> like I told him ain't nothing happened. Yeah. But he just said just in case. But, but, that was him saying, case, how, I don't believe however. you. That's true. But however, just in case. Take that tea. Take that tea. Drink right. that tea, anime. Drink that tea. <laughs> Cause I mean, think about it. She may not have slept with uh, Damon, but she would have came out with this little dark-haired baby. Dornish baby. <laughs> that baby looked a little Dornish. That baby girl. looked just a little bit yeah. Dornish. So she waited till he left that room and said, let me go ahead and sip on this tea. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like she had a sink in her room that she could just throw it down. I mean, even though she does drink have that secret, that secret uh, passageway behind her wall, just go ahead and drink it. Yeah, no, right. Don't even do, pretend. Do, just do, drink you, it. What you do? You drink it, then you put some water in it, and then you like 
call someone and then throw it at the door and then it like spills everywhere. I'm not drinking this. Somebody else suggested that today online. Yeah, and you take it to your dad. <laughs> what is this? You don't believe and then you throw it at him and it spills everywhere. Yeah. And my, my worst fear was like, you know how shady and shisty the maesters are. They would be like, oh, we can check and see if she's still uh, still has her maidenhood. Michelle's like, oh hell no. I was I was wondering that when they when they were and walking her to the room, I thought I, I was, was wondering. Yeah. I was like, if they do this, I'm gonna be like, mm-mm. mm-mm. This episode. Did you well, see? I was the only one who had that thought. Oh no, yeah. I, I was wondering. I was like, if y'all do this, it's gonna be some fighting. Did y'all see the way he looked at her? Like when everybody was filing into the throne room right before Damon came and she walked in with everybody else and she was trying to hide. He was looking at her like, What the fuck are you doing here? She yeah. just kind of all that fucking silver hair, and you trying to game with these <laughs> come on now. Come on now. Come on, son. Really? And Damon just walking in with his little swagger. But no, let's talk. Let's talk about drunk Damon on the damn floor after the king chastisement. King, the king has basically exiled him again. Get out of my sight for good. He's like, whatever you wish, brother. And he rolls over on the floor. He just no, he he kicked him, and David didn't do shit. He kicked him, and David was like, "Yeah, ouch." <laughs> but no, when Viserys left, he turned over like he was. You know, the floor had to have been cold as stone, and he's drunk, so he's probably like, "Oh, this cold floor feels so good. Yeah, I'm just gonna lay here for a minute. Like, Let me take a nap. Let me just take how, a how many nap. times has he commanded him to go to Dorne? And he, I mean, to to, to the veil. And he just says not. He just is not going. Oh, he was he talking. He was talking about that wife of his too. Man, the conversation they were having about that wife. Because what was it? She said. She said. Um, because Damon told her that marriage is just a political. What do you say? It's a political. Um, political something or other. And she was like, No, for, for men it is. Oh, political arrangement. She said, for women, it's a death sentence. He said, that ain't true, because if that's the case, I would have got rid of my brother's bitch long ago. (laughs) And she was like, she's lucky you haven't put a child in her. Yeah, he said, I don't think a child would grow (laughs) outside You know, he really don't like that. Woman. He does not. He really does. I want to see what she looks like. Really just like, to, just to understand. Like, Both of them. Why? And I'm like, what, what, what? Okay, if you're the Lord of the Veil and like your daughter is married to a prince and the motherfucker is just not around, he's out gallivanting. What's the word? Gallivanting and, and doing all. He's starting wars. <laughs> but you know who that reminded me of, Michelle? Oddly Ooh. enough, Dougal in season one of Outlander. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it was the same situation. His wife way the hell over there. And he over here at the palace chilling with Galen. <laughs> he was like, nope, I'm not going home. Mm. Yeah, that conversation this, was this interesting. Was... I like hearing them speaking Valerian more. I I like that. Too. I like I it. That. I like when they just break out into their 
They um they're little the private language. conversations. Mm-hmm. They're like, so nobody else would know what we're talking about. But oh my goodness, Damon in this episode was just <sighs> it's like you don't want to like him because he's doing some shitty things, but at the same time, you can't help it. I saw no okay, so you were talking about at the beginning, Michelle, about the meme. Someone had a meme and it said, Every week I watch House of the Dragon, like Damon, what kind of fuck shit are you gonna do today? And how can I support you? <laughs> I told you team Damon. Right. I mean, oh, I love him. I think the king gonna die from alcohol poisoning because that joker is he's staying drunk now i think that conversation with him and renero was probably the most sober we've seen him in quite a while oh he said you're gonna marry uh Lainor valerian or valerian and you're not gonna protest right she was just kind of like Okay. But she was like, okay, I'll marry him out of duty, but you got to do your duty as a king first. Basically, she was and everything she was talking was true. Hand. Like, mm-hmm. you keep trying to hold her back. Yeah, you call her, her your heir, but you're not really including her in anything. But this girl is smart. And I was yeah, like... I think he knows that, too. Mm-hmm. He knows that she's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if the people who were putting on that play would understand that she's smart instead of talking about, oh, will she be fickle? And the crowd's like fickle. She's like boo, boo. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> boo. <laughs> I really did like this episode, though. Yeah, this was the best episode yeah. so far. Even though there was hardly any action, it was a lot of drama. Yes, and it, and the the dialogue wasn't exposition. It was right. like real fucking conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a West Wing episode where they were just talking shit to each other. Um, when one meme is from Friday and they're on the porch, Otto's on the porch and they said, "How do you get fired on your day off?" I like the uh the meme you posted earlier, Hanukkah, with uh um, the kid, the kid, sir, find out those sir, it? fuck oh, around, sir, find out. <laughs> <laughs> sir, fuck around and find out. <laughs> You talking that shit over there, sir. You talking it. We have one less Baratheon in the world and he got right. killed by a 12-year-old. And someone else said, that boy said, he said, my mama ain't raised no bitch. <laughs> and she didn't. He was ready. <gasps> but yeah, the look of Rhaenyra face right before all that happened. She was like, oh, yeah, this, this is kind of cute. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh. He's a he's he's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> now he can back up everything he said. You know, he back it up. What did he say? You will want for nothing and I will pro- and, and I will protect you. Yeah, I think he would yep. do a good job of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very much so. <sighs> now, this is this is a really good episode. It was. Best best one so far this season, I will say. Oh. And we still and and you know, this is actually a full 10 episode season. So I think next episode is the last episode that we will see of Millie Alcott as Rhaenyra. I think starting in episode six is when we see um Emma Darcy as I think I think she's supposed to be Rhaenyra 10 years. 
in the future. So they they are going to mm-hmm. do like a ten year time jump. So oh, I don't know. I've thoroughly enjoyed her. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting watching someone else take on that character, especially an older version of that character. But I just I just need to know what's going on with Damon. I wonder. I wonder if she was on the set. That they, they like maybe um this may be too much maybe they collaborated on the characterization of Rhaenyra. I think I could see that happening. I, I, I could see that happening. Yeah, because it's very so make the transition um smoother. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because I can mm-hmm. because there's not it's not very often that you see, especially in a season where one character plays this. I mean, one actor plays this character for pretty much half of the season, and then all of a sudden you shift the the story to another character. Usually you do that in between seasons. It's almost rare that you see it happen in the same season, especially in one uh, of the starring roles. We saw it in um, The Lost Symbol. They had Mm. two actors playing the character. Okay. But it it wasn't quite half and half, though. Okay. Mm -mm. It wasn't. Yeah. But I can tell you right now where Uncle Damon went. He went back to uh Dragonstone. Probably so. Probably did. He's he not supposed to go he, to. He's going away for his, his bride that he asked his brother about. He was like, yeah, just wait her to me. I'll take her as she is. I'll take her as she is. Like, it, implying. Well, I mean, his words were truer than he knew. <laughs> but... <laughs> But oh my goodness, at the beginning when she was talking to him, and she was like, My father seems content to sell me off to the highest lord. He was like, There are worse things to be sold for. I was like, Then <laughs> I have to remember the times that they're living in. <sighs> I remember he's like, What is he, the, the prince, the flea bottom prince, or the prince of flea bottom? Mm-hmm. So, of course, he would know. Oh. He's Matt Smith is great. Somebody on this show is gonna win an Emmy. <laughs> Somebody. Let's hope. You know, you know, Emmys should be. You know, they don't they don't be they don't be thinking about our shows. I'm waiting for the Saturns to come around. This show, this show will get some nominations and some some acting noms. But yeah, Matt Smith. Yeah. What 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 what's the line on um um Lord Strong becoming hand of the king? I, I think he's got I think it's pretty good odds. I put my vote in for I will put my vote in for him because he's I would say he's probably the most trustworthy person around the king now. Because anything he's ever said to the king or done has always been truthful, it's never been for selfish gain, selfish means. He's always spoken the truth. Mm-hmm. He might yes. be the one person who hasn't shown any self-interest. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was um, the sheriffs were saying they all self-interest. Yeah. All the lawyers that come to me, the small council, strong Lord Lionel Strong seems to not be that way. Right. That's it. Seems. Yeah. But I mean, um, you do have some of those characters who kind of don't want those things i mean ned stark was the same way ned stark didn't want all that glory you know he could have become robert's hand when robert took the took the throne he was like nah i'm going back 
to Winterfell with your fiance's illegitimate baby that you don't know about or yeah <laughs> Ned Stark was like I don't want none of this political entry I don't want none of this stuff even when he was there he didn't want to have anything to do with it and that was well, that was where he was wrong that's true yeah but you know we we know he he really didn't want to do it initially because of John yeah so he he didn't want him anywhere near that place in case he he his hair turned silver. Right. And there would be problems. <laughs> right. Because then everybody be like he wanted him as far away from Robert Baratheon as possible. He's like, wait, wait, wait. They did what? Oh yeah, they killed all the Targaryen babies. Okay, I'm gonna take this one up north. Yeah. You know, my sister said something about that when she was whispering in my ear. She was like, you know, Robert will kill him if he finds <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah, let me just go home and tell my wife that I had a whole affair and a whole baby that wasn't and, true. And thank <laughs> God Where? and thank God he didn't have purple eyes and silver hair. Thank God. <sighs> but anyway. Yeah. But mm, I think we I think we've pretty much we covered it. We covered it. I mean, we got all the good stuff out the way first. But um oh, yeah, this this is about to be interesting because looking at the previews for next week, first of all, Rhaenyra looks gorgeous. I don't know if this is like the actual wedding or if this was like an engagement dinner or whatever they do, but that dress she had on and the way her hair was, I was like, oh my gosh, she looks so gorgeous. And then all of a sudden there's a fight. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. So, mm, y'all have anything final to say about the sex episode or the, the sex sex, the incest episode, whatever you want to call it? Sex sex. I don't know. I, I think we said all there is yes. to say. Just, just, just don't fuck with twelve-year-olds from the Blackwoods. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> and, don't do it. And on that note, that's it for our show. You can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Phantom Hybrid. We have a Discord channel, Phantom Hybrid Podcast. We are on YouTube, and you can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time. <laughs>